Hi and welcome to podcast number 9. I'm Sangeeta Anjali Kumar and you're listening to Planet Sang. That's my podcast. That's the name of it. Now, yesterday we were invited um my husband and I were invited to my daughter's school and uh, it was a counseling session. So, um generally uh, we're very open to, you know, t- uh, schools telling us about how to improve as parents and Uh, we've attended many many counseling sessions for us for us our marriage um, our my well-being his well-being uh, our child's well-being so we're we're great believers in uh, counseling but this session was very different because it was so simple and so simplistic uh that i really i i i was dying to really share about it so um so the this lady began uh, talking like asking everyone like um do, what is what makes you happy what is happiness and um so she started talking about how um happiness is feeling satisfied or um you know having an emotion uh that is a joyful one or a you know a positive one So then um she went on to talk about how uh, what we think um really determines uh you know what we feel and what we feel determines our actions and um it was very interesting that she said that because um I I I never I mean I you know all this you you hear of it you know of it but yesterday it kind of struck me uh what you think determines what you feel and what you feel determines your actions so like if you think um if you don't like a person and uh, you don't think you feel like oh I don't like this person then your uh you will have a like a you know um some prejudice towards them and then you will behave in a way that's not very nice um I realized I mean I was just looking back at my life and I was th- realizing that there are a lot of people where I've come with um a lot of um notions about which actually have more to do with me than uh, about the other person there's a girl who eventually became like my best friend and um I remember first meeting her and I was extremely insecure about her like I was fearful and I was you know just who is this girl she's so good looking she's so talented and I remember it didn't matter what she did um I had already had a preconceived notion about her and I came um like I the way I felt determined um the way I thought determined my feeling towards her and then it resulted in an action which really set a very negative course for our friendship actually if i had not had that uh, negative thought in my head we would have actually been friends sooner and years later she actually became my best friend so it's crazy that just a thought uh, determines um the course of um you know the course of your life or the course of uh, the fate of people or the fate of your existence really is dependent on a thought so i then of course she she goes on to i mean she didn't talk about all this i'm i'm adding my own wishes tipani in this but um then she talked about how um we have about 6000 to 80000 thoughts in a day now i was like uh, when she said she you know she asked the audience how many th- thoughts do you think we have so immediately my calculator came out and i was like if you have a thought a second or thought every 10 seconds so my my math was 1500 or 1400 thoughts in a day um 
but no it's about 80000 ideas um and thoughts that pass through your brain through um in a day and i was like a bit like a perturbed by that um like even when you're listening to something or when you're looking at something or you're trying to pay attention to something your mind is actually going into like 50 60 thoughts per second so that was very interesting um that uh it was an in- interesting thing to learn about it but what was even more interesting is um that 80% of our thoughts um are about the past and the future and 80% of our thoughts are negative about the past and the future um worries regrets whatever you you want to call them and only 20% of our thoughts are positive now even a positive person like i think i am it it doesn't matter whether you're positive or negative the fact is that 80% of all people's thoughts are negative and 20% are positive now one thing that i have realized um about thoughts and feelings and emotions they really determine your health they determine i have seen it because there were phases in my life when my emotion like my emotional quotient wasn't very good and i wasn't in i was in um toxic um um like emotionally i was in a toxic place um and that was when i was like hospitalized or i had surgery or i had you know like um health ailments and problems so the moment i was able to process my those toxic situations um away um i realized that i was able to my health also started improving you know so it's very interesting that your negative thoughts don't just influence what you uh, what you feel and how you act but it also influences uh, your health uh, like um, cancer they say is a big 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 part of i mean not saying you think of ca- if you are negative then you'll get cancer no but a lot of um, issues that we carry with us in our life unresolved issues unresolved forgiveness unresolved anger it all you know especially when you're suffering especially when you're uh, emotionally or physically abused a lot of times um, a lot of women and women are actually um, a big part like like uh, cancer really attacks a lot of women um, women carry a lot of pain in them They, we have a lot of uh repression in us even even if we talk 3000 words a day <laughs> um a lot of our deepest darkest feelings and hurts are deep down and buried inside um you know i know this podcast is getting very real but it's it's true um a lot of sicknesses and diseases are because we have unresolved issues uh i remember i don't he's going to kill me when i say this but i a lot of times when i used to fight with my husband i would say don't fight with me don't irritate me don't annoy me the way that you are because i don't want to get cancer and it seems so simplistic uh and and immature when i'm saying it like that but it is true that your unresolved issues that go deep um eventually come into a form of disease um yeah sorry <laughs> sorry my husband don't kill me but it's this is this is a part of life and this is a reality that uh, a lot of us don't like to talk about but this is a reality that um is there now just like um l- just like if you have a plant and you water it with 
good water and fertilizer it grows and yields fruits similarly when your thoughts are bad and negative you deplete the water you deplete the nourishment you deplete the nutrients and it starts drying up and becoming um, well inconsequential or uh, becoming a poisonous fruit uh, you know yielding poisonous fruit again um, a, a lot of this i have said in my life um literally probably because my emotional con- like quotient is really high and i'm aware of um a lot of things but i feel like what happens um is when when you stream negativity in your mind in your heart in your um in your environment the moment you do that you start getting sick or you start just feeling toxic now when of course uh, on in straight con- contradiction if you have um, good positive thoughts and good experiences and joyful like i always say pursue joy pursue joy um when you are pursuing joy and happiness and um good things that will really create more and more smiles in your environment this will uh, inadvertently create good fruit and good um, a good plant which is nourishing and doesn't give shade but gives fruit and and looks pretty and is totally instagrammable haha now why am i saying all this like why am i talking about am i just raking up um that i have problems no i'm talking about this because um as parents um we don't realize that we come in with a lot of baggage a lot of burdens oh uh, some some of it we think we've um gone through like and we've forgotten but a lot of times we we don't forgive and we don't um we hate and we it becomes a poison in our body um like uh, and that creates a level of anger it, it creates a strain in your emotion a lack of trust with people and now all of this what i'm talking about it really is in the context of parenting because if you yourself are toxic because you've not processed your feelings properly how then can you expect your child to remain toxin free um we a lot of people talk about mental health and um in, like we talk about like we go to the doctor if we have a cold or you know like if we we've got dengue or we've got malaria but um a lot of people don't realize that if you're having um an issue like an emotional issue or um uh issue that is in your mind it's really important to go to the doctor i i love deepika padukone for her campaign uh talking about um really openly talking about how it's really important to uh get help when you feel that way now back to children when you are able to get help and when you are able to clean up the mess now i don't think it's possible to clean up the mess completely i think you clean up slowly like i don't believe in marie uh, um condos uh thing of dumping everything in the living room and then then starting to clean up because practically speaking that if you're doing that with your emotions you're never going to i mean even even in reals if you dump all your cupboard in your living room you're not going to do it i mean unless of course they're shooting you for a reality show but um it's very overwhelming to see all your mess and then step by step clean it up um what at least what i do with in my house in my organizing is i do drawer by drawer or cupboard by cupboard or shelf by shelf so i can spread it out so i can be a little more organized and i'm not overwhelmed so similarly um you tend to get 
overwhelmed with your emotions if you kind of deal with everything all together all the time but i feel like you can compartmentalize things and then bring them out and then deal with it like this is the season of my life that i'm going through this uh and i'm going to deal with it in this way of course counseling and speak to a psychiatrist or a counselor really helps i have found that it really helps i i'm not a fan of the drugging but i really think that um uh, like uh there's a fantastic uh, one of my college friends wife uh, dr kanan uh she's really good she's a homeopathy uh, doctor and um, she, she is like fantastic because she really looks at you and so i don't know i mean i don't know this is not this is me name dropping but i she's not sponsored this or anything i just i really liked her the last counselor i met was her and she's really really good um it's important to talk to somebody if you you're having um things that you need to work out and i think i was willing to work out my um uh work through my toxins uh emotional toxins Uh, more when i became a mother because it it just motherhood really surges your um, emotions at another level and i didn't understand why i was getting so upset like i i said i i've gone through this it's over it's you know in the past why is it bothering me but somewhere down the line we tend to repress we don't realize it but we repress our pain we become okay about um you know uh dealing with the pain much better but dealing is not ignoring and um my sister in law is quite amazing because uh when i was confused about why i was suddenly going through this emotion she said motherhood brings it on all your feelings your emotions kind of come out in that big it's it's not a big bang but literally your whole body your whole um, emotions are coming out to give birth to a baby so you 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 go through things emotionally now of course I've not just I've not given birth just now. I've I've given birth like 6 years ago. But um I think what made me realize after I became a mother was um watching myself and the way I reacted to things and realizing that it's not um it's not that we imitate uh bad behavior, but it it is that we um we are socialized into bad behavior or our experiences teach us bad behavior. Like there's one example where I was really rude um um during my news days like when I was in news channels I never had time to have a conversation with people I I used to pick up the phone and be like mm yeah mm mm okay bye I I never used to say hello and my mom used to always tell me Sangeeta please be polite don't be rude and I would be like I don't have time I don't have 3 seconds to be polite to people and over time like even when i got married my husband's really polite and he would be like you're so rude and i would be like i'm not rude i'm just like you know busy but over time i realized that um you you have to be kind to people because it's not it's it's not because you have to be and then they'll give you something no no nobody's going to give anything to you if you're rude to them or if you're not rude to them but it's just courteous you know um it's just good manners and my parents really have taught me better but i chose um to choose my socialization of um being too busy to become a personality that i didn't really like so now i'm a bit nicer to call center people who call or wrong numbers who call um and of course it's a process that i had to learn more because i became a mom and i i started realizing that i can't ha- i can't tell my daughter to behave herself and be kind to people if i'm not kind in my words 
so coming back to um you know ha- having uh, a happy demeanor for yourself this all is said because you you want an environment and an emotional in- environment for your child to be a positive one so you have to go through your um emotions and really sort that out now um it was it was really beautiful because this was a counselor talking to parents like about i don't know about 100 200 parents and i think everyone was you know nodding their head in acknowledgement because this is not just a single problem this is an everybody problem everyone has unresolved issues everyone has um problems and it comes to your child all your problems come to your child if you if you want to escape and be on your phone you can't expect your child not to imitate you your child will be imitating you a lot of people love my daughter they say she's such a well behaved child and i i really feel complimented then because i do think parents are a great reflection of their parents and um but i often think that if my parents if my daughter was rude would i would i um you know think that it was my fault or would i blame her um and i feel like as much as we love the compliments that we get for our kids achievements or good behavior i think we also have to acknowledge um that at least in their formative years we are responsible for cleaning up the mess that we could pro- possibly give them and create a confusion in their mind So um one of the things that I've realized is that um you have to give time to your kids. Uh, it's very easy to get lost and I've done it many times. I um uh, my daughter comes home when I'm in the middle of work and I um I I don't have time to just stop and say hi hey how was your day um and talk to her about her day. Of course sometimes I go and pick her up. So when I do that we have a conversation while we're walking back home. but um when i'm working i i i don't really focus on her i focus on her when i'm done we we created a like timings like we have a cuddling time and we have a like whenever i do her hair in the morning i make sure i kiss her kiss her head and i kiss her face because somebody shared with me that when their mother was um getting her ready for school she would be pulling her hair and getting angry at her so after i heard that i was like no 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 i'm not going to do that to my daughter no matter what i feel i'm going to show love when i'm making her hair i'm going to show love in the night when i'm putting her to bed um so bedtime is basically bedtime story or bedtime cuddly time or no matter what it is no matter what i'm doing no matter whether i'm cooking whether i'm burning something in the oven whether i'm uh, editing um I I make sure I stop everything I do and I put her to sleep. We have a time where we share, we talk, and then she sleeps with a smile on her face. And that's been my agenda really to make sure she wakes up with a smile and she sleeps with a smile. And I I knew the result. I knew that I wanted to raise a child who was relatively happy. and i've been like a far from a perfect parent um just like most parents i too get angry i too lose my patience but i think the problem with uh, parents and kids is always um i i, I mean I, I don't know but I think with parents I think if you show transparency with your kids they will respect you more uh, I have found that rather than hiding or rather than pretending 
that everything is okay i have actually been very honest with uh, my daughter and saying you know mama is a little upset right now so please can you give me some patience and uh, and grace and i'll come back in at a few minutes and i have realized that she's such a sensitive and sensible girl that she understands that okay you know i need a time out i need to process my feelings and come back to her of course i read this in a lot of the articles you know when i was um when i had her that it's okay to have a messy house was one of the most beautiful tips that i got and it's okay to take a to have a time out of course make sure your child is safe don't take a time out in the middle of the road where she's going to get you know taken but um or when she's a baby and she's going to fall off the bed but take a time out the first ensure your child is um safe and then just take a few seconds to just step out and cry process breathe meditate um like this morning i was overwhelmed because i was uh, i had to do a little work i had a meeting and i had to cook lunch and pack the tiffin and by the time i finished all of it i was just i wasn't able to breathe i was so tired and it was a morning it was hardly like it wasn't even like 9 o'clock in the morning and at that time i just took a second i just lie down and i just tried some breathing exercises that i had learned like 20 years ago um in pilates and i calmed down i just everything just became so much more balanced it just a breath it just took a a deep breath like for 5 minutes that calmed me down and i no there was no fight there was no anger there was no um irritation there was just a balance that i had gotten purely because there was less oxygen in my brain you know um another thing that i always tell parents think about what your triggers are like if your trigger is uh, like one of my triggers is hunger so if i'm hungry hungry i'm hangry so a lot of like <laughs> this is what i told my husband before he married me i said just if i get upset with you just feed me first and then we'll talk about it because that is really that's a important thing to know about yourself that If I get hungry, am I going to be angry? And if I'm going to be that, then keep a snack with yourself, you know. So understand your trigger points, especially when it comes to your kids and your spouse. It's not just your kids here, or your or your parents, or or your friends, whoever you tend to. I mean, generally we don't snap at our friends because we value them too much to really show them our evil side. But um, <laughs> our parents, our parents and our husbands and slash wives and children get to see our true evil face and still love us despite that. And that's really nice. So coming back to um, ha- being a happy parent with um, hopefully a happy kid uh, would mean also um, like be aware of what you're doing because your kid is going to imitate you like this morning i saw that my daughter's ears were really dirty and she had forgotten to wash her ears so i said oh lord and i've never said that like i i don't use phrases like that but immediately when i went into the room she like the 6 year old is following me saying oh lord oh lord oh lord and um she's imitating my expression of shock and disbelief and i was really happy that i said oh lord and not anything else but what we do is is being watched very carefully by our children uh, so it's really important of course to clean up the mess in your head or clean up the toxic emotions that you're carrying and um, and let i i feel uh, this is just my opinion but i i feel like as parents we should allow our children to see us as human beings 
not uh, you know up there where you know with the clouds because um when the reality dawns on them and normally it's when they're teenagers um uh it's not a fun process to know that your parents have been lying to you or to know that your parents haven't told you the truth or weren't very forthcoming with you with information so it's nice um i mean of course i'm saying this not claiming that i'm a perfect parent but i i just feel like tactically i i i see a different approach with raising my child a uh, approach which i try my best to be more honest with my child and help her process things in a way that's a little more healthier uh, than for example maybe the way i did when i was in boarding school because nobody was really there to tell you i don't think you should process your pain this way um i think our friends in boarding well I, i'm not going to get into boarding school but um also another thing don't compare your kids with um other kids uh not just because it's just not nice but um also you you don't know what the other kid is going through like you don't know the, the other kid's struggles everybody's life looks better than you think their you know lives are If you've been listening to this for 24 minutes, I didn't realize how long I've been talking, but I got a phone call and I had to take it and then this stopped recording and then I got an Amazon delivery. So I got busy with that. But yeah, I'm just wrapping up. I can't believe I spoke for 24 minutes, but thanks for sticking on if you have. Um so I'm basically talking about how you should not compare your kids. Firstly, get your mind right and then don't compare your kids with other kids because you are unique just like you are unique as a person your child is unique um and it's it's firstly not fair secondly you do not know the destiny of your child and you do not know the destiny of yourself you may think like um when i was 18 when i was 14 years old i decided i wanted to be in film fair and i did you know when i finished college and i went to film fair i had i had a set path you know i had a definition of what i wanted to do and where i wanted to go and this is how i look when i'm in my 30s this is how i'll be when in my 40s this is how i'll be when i retire one thing i learned um when you're single you have a lot of control over where you go what jobs you do but the moment you get married or you have a family everything is unpredictable i never thought i would be where i am today and where i am today is not a bad thing it's it's actually a beautiful thing it's it's also showing that i um I didn't know and I didn't calculate you know my journey and my journey has been much better than what I would have otherwise expected my journey to be. So we are unique and there is a beautiful plan for us. Um the the struggle is real and the journey is not always smooth and that's also a part of your journey. Like I tell um I tell my daughter um problems are growth opportunities i may have shared this on a podcast before um but really it is every single problem every person who's been horrible to you is a growth opportunity uh an opportunity for you to realize that you know you're above this or you're not or um where you can learn something new and keep pursuing what you're pursuing like i'm pursuing joy for me that is the whole purpose of my life um I don't want to live in a life where I'm unhappy and so even in in a situation where and I don't want my child to be unhappy uh, it's a very simplistic way of looking at things but that is the most important thing uh, where you feel good about 
your existence you don't you don't feel bad you f- you don't you're not carrying a burden of pain with you i mean we we all get, carry burdens of pain and that's brings me to another point as adults it's really important that we forgive um if we want our children to live free lives of toxic toxicity we have to teach them to forgive we have to teach them to get over things and not harp on things um uh, pain is um like pain and hurt and unforgiveness is poison not not to nobody cares about your pain except you and the moment you don't forgive a person you just create a poison and a poisonous plant inside you um so again coming back to thoughts um control your thoughts control uh, the way you feel and the way you feel controls your action you you need to um really literally change your thoughts i mean that's one thing i've learned over all these years of uh speaking to counselors and doctors um really understanding that um you are in control of your life you are in control of the way you think you you may lose your job but are you going to feel positive about it and say hey i'm going to like my unemployment days are the most creative appears uh, of my life okay Now, i don't know a lot of people like that but a lot of people when they get unemployed they go into a depression i like backpacked across like um northeast alone when i left my ntv job because it was like yay i'm free at last you know like so i see unemployment as freedom i don't see it as oh no what i'm i'm not afraid of my future um today um like when a freelance project oh forget work when a maid doesn't come to like work like we we don't have a i don't have a maid but when we used to have a maid in thane when she used to bunk work i never used to think oh no she's i'm going to wash dishes i used to be like yeah i can sleep in today you know like so it depends the way you feel the way you think it really defines the way sorry the way you think defines the way you feel the way you feel defines um what you do and this really uh, affects your children your the people around you and uh, yeah so basically that's the, that's the secret this is the secret to keep having happy kids um or a happy child is that um you be happy focus on yourself uh focus you know like in the aircraft they say no Mo- mothers need to put on their own oxygen masks first before they put their kids and i used to always feel before i became a mother i used to be like what's wrong with them so insensitive so selfish <laughs> that i mean that that was my my world view i didn't understand it but if a mother is not um oxygenified i don't know i, I just made up a word but if the mother doesn't have oxygen for herself how is she going to save her child's life like how so similarly your mental stability your the peace in your heart the balance in your life it really um affects the the balance and the stability you give your own child and i do not feel like an angry child is because of um a parent i feel like an angry child is because of just an angry child or maybe they're hungry or hungry or whatever but definitely our thoughts our way of dealing with our kids can define their course we are also a part of the socialization process and if we um are positive about like the other day uh, my daughter was in a garden with me and i was shooting something and my husband was uh, i i don't know what he was doing but he, she ran off like she ran away and uh, we we got so scared and um 
I mean, she, of course, my husband ran after her and he caught her and she was inside. But it was a very scary moment for me in my life because um, what do you do when your child wants to do something else and you want to do something else? And she's obviously bored with me shooting things and she wants to go play in the garden rather than shooting flowers and, you know, <laughs> silly things. Um, at that moment, we had a decision to make as a family, like even as a parent, you have to say, am I going to give, like we call it putt-putt, but am I going to give putt-putt for her to run away? And at that moment, I looked at her and she knew something's going to come <laughs> and um, she wasn't sure of it. I looked at her and I said, we love you so much, um, but you need to understand the consequences of um, running away because they may not be... Um, very nice for you. I'm not going to give you putt-putt, but I'm going to sit and explain to you the dangers. And then the rest of the day, I think <laughs> my daughter would have preferred putt-putt because the rest of the day, I sat and told her scenarios of which there are dangers and what will happen when what will we sh she do? And I, I think she really got really scared. But it's important to talk to our kids about this. Like uh, there's a lot of videos circul circulating about kids getting kidnapped and it's important to talk to your kids about the fact that if they do, what are you going to do? Um, do they have your number memorized? Uh, if they get to a phone, can they call you? Do, do they know the police numbers? So coming back to the positive thoughts, let's not go into the darkness. Uh, um, so one exercise that they taught us in school uh, to do in my daughter's school to do was um, put a paper, like get a paper out and just write a list of all the people you're angry at and all the people you're hurt with and all the people you're disappointed with all the people you you fail to forgive and throw that paper i mean like process that paper forgive the people and throw it out or burn it or whatever you want to do because forgiveness is really the first step of healing not of that relationship but of yourself sometimes relationships don't mend sometimes things don't get uh, better sometimes the friend that you thought you would have forever um, you know never speaks to you again you know like I've had so many of those uh, but the fact is that um, you're as a parent you need to look inside yourself and and figure out a way to be happy because um, your child is watching you and if you are happy then they will be happy this is podcast number nine it's a long podcast but thanks for sticking with me if you have Thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks for being so patient. And I hope you learned something. I really was blessed by this session these counselors took. And I hope my words and my experiences will bless you and um, really create joy in you. I think forgiveness is key. And um, a happy parent really is a happy child. And uh, I hope all your children are happy. And I hope you're able to process your brains and your feelings and your emotions. And uh, really live happily ever after so take care and i'll catch you next week with uh, podcast number 10 take care till then have a great week